This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like this Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new episode of Marking Out, episode number 368. I am one of your hosts, Brandon. You can follow me on Twitter at BTTG161. Also joined here by Chris. You can follow him on Twitter at ChrisSweenDog. Dave is unfortunately with us as well. You can follow him on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. Collectively, you can follow us at Marking Out, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Marking Out to purchase a t-shirt or three or four. If you want to watch some YouTube videos, YouTube.com slash Marking Out 11. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Marking Out. And uh, Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes, MarkingOut.com. Um, how, was, how was your week, Chris? Oh, hey. Hey. What's up, guys? How's it going? Should you should have done the show? I feel like I'm rubbing off on Brandon here. You know, he's, he really had really had the uh, emphasis for the uh, the show open this week. Really good, really well done. But you have to put the show before all of us. I got to take notes. I know you do, Dave. Get on that. But uh, yeah, busy week. Uh, a lot of work. Worked at the restaurant walk. We have uh, two new additions to the Sweeney family. As we, uh, yes, that's right. I dropped my last name. Okay, Philly, brother. Um, but we have to do it. Kizzle, fizzle. Kiz, fizzle, brother. Um, <laughs> we have to do two new additions to the Sweeney household, and we have two new parakeets. Uh, what's their names? Uh, we have a blue one. His name is Wrigley. I did not name him. My wife did. Wow. Yeah, right? You, na- and you, then, you named a bird after gum? Uh, Wrigley Field. They're <laughs> uh, and then we have a yellow one whose name is Chuck. Uh, after Taylor? Him after oh, the Yellow well. Angry Bird. Ah. Yellow Angry Bird's name is Chuck. Can we just but, say but it's it secretly? Yeah, is it secretly for Chuck Taylor? <laughs> yeah, it, it secretly is. No, his, his middle name is Dustin. But, um, yeah, no, busy week. Um, I picked up some extra shifts at the restaurant because I was uh, dark for production for one of my other jobs. Uh, it was a hellacious day. Um, but I got a uh, red velvet cheesecake out of it, which is pretty dope. Ooh. Yeah, delicious. Uh, went out to a couple restaurants this week. Me and my wife went out to dinner to Big Daddy, which is Cajun restaurant, which was delicious. Uh, with the Friendlies, which was what do you, Friendlies. What do you get at, at Big Daddy's? I got, we got, start off the Hush Puppies, which were delicious. Um, and then Rachel got the Catfish, and I got the Pulled Pork Po' Boy. Is it like an actual sit-down restaurant, or is it like a actual sit-down restaurant they gave us beads when we walked in the door i didn't have to flash my hoots oh uh, i know <laughs> i was really hoping for it i'm always <laughs> i'm like i've wanted to eat i wanted to eat there but like i'm always like nervous to because i don't know if i'm gonna like the whole cajun yeah it's good i mean they have like red do you like ribs and stuff the pulled pork isn't too spicy he doesn't good. eat pork no no is it because religion based or? No, I just <laughs> I find it disgusting. I don't know. Something snapped one day where I was like, "That's gross." <laughs> I feel like I want. To, do they have like crawfish there? Yeah, they have crawfish. They have alligator. Really? 
Yeah, it's pretty good. Really? You're going to eat an alligator? Yeah, I would go there to try it. He's up to trying new things. Yeah, I'm all about exotic food where I want to try. Have you ever had foie gras? I don't think so. I mean. We have to go out one day for some foie. Can you give us a definition of what it is? Because Dave, I would assume. No. No, it's. Duck liver. Duck liver, so. Duck liver. I mean, it can't be that far off. Chicken liver with like Jewish holidays and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like a whole piece of it. And no, it's, let's, it's more. It's more it's, gamey. It's not just a, what? It's more gamey tasting, though. No? Yeah, it's a little bit. Yeah, it's more gamey. But if it's done right, like it's delicious. Let's do it. Like, I'll, take, always... I'll take mine, the liver, the onions, and the the egg mashed up together. I'll do that. And a little horseradish on top too. No, I'm not a not a horseradish guy. Never mind. But at this place I went to, they had these pickled onions underneath the hush puppies. Bangerang. Bangerang. Bang I definitely. Up. Uh, we are going to go to this place now that I'm back uh, back home and everything. We are going to check out this place. Big Daddy? Yeah. Or I'll go, yeah. I'll go, I'll go back because I was thinking about getting the chicken fried steak, and then I stopped myself because I wanted to pull pork. What else? I, I feel like I did a lot this week, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but that was my week. Dave, how was yours? My week was good. You know, I am still uh, in the process of moving back to Long Island from uh, Troy, New York, upstate Albany. Um and, uh, you know, it, it's, I thought I was going to be done with the process, but it ended up, we filled up the car so much and there was just still stuff left over. I'm like, oh, it's one of those frustration, frustrating things where you started to look around and you're like trying to puzzle piece everything. And you're like, all right, I think I could fit everything in one more trip. Mm-hmm. And then we finally get everything packed up and it's like, ah, oh, dang, we, we, I have to do another trip. So I think I'm going to actually do a six-hour drive tomorrow and just do a round trip. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, I did a round trip on when, yesterday. Uh, my dad went for the ride as well, but I, I drove this way. He could just chill. Nice. Um, so I think I may end up doing that tomorrow. It's okay. kind, of, kind of tempting to stick around because they have the, uh, the high school wrestling states tournament going on in Albany right now at the Times Union Center. So it's kind of tempting, but realistically, I got I, – Got to get going, you know? Yeah, absolutely. You want to get it over with. Exactly. Especially if my dad's going to take the ride with me, then there's no point, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, your dad likes that stuff. Yeah, but, you know, after moving everything out, I have to clean the apartment, and I don't know how tired you he may Just be. use your mouth. Blow blow dirt away. <laughs> yeah. No, I actually do want to clean it up pretty well because the landlord has been really good to me. He's very What are you very, talking about? They yeah. don't remove the animals. <laughs> Did I remove animals from your walls? Dave had a bad uh, living in his wall. Yeah, I did. He's I got did, animals but... still in the wall. That's all right. It's a, it, it's you're still a great landlord. I would never bash. He just, yeah. um, he just doesn't take care of the animals. Yeah, you know, but yeah. So everything else is good. Gonna do that, and then uh, be Long Island bound, you know, for good, or at oh, least for, for now. Sick. <laughs> Until I move to Florida. Hi, hey, who knows? Uh, to be honest, I've been considering so many different options. Either staying, remaining on Long Island is an option. Going traveling PT, where I would pretty much um, be like working with, become a circus oh. traveler, travel the PT Barnum circuit. Pretty much. I mean, if someone would need me in a certain area, I would go work for them for three weeks for like if they need coverage for maternity leave like or Hank, like Hank Med. 
I'm not familiar with Oh, yeah. From Royal Pains. Yeah, kind of like Hank Med. So they would ship me out to a few areas. So I'm considering that. And then another option would be maybe enlisting as a civilian. Uh, as a civilian and work as a physical therapist for the uh, Air Force or something like that. You know? Do you think it's yeah. like a, in high demand where you could do a concierge service for the Hamptons? Or is it not like something everybody like needs? I mean, you can, I mean, you, I think you can do home physical, home PT out in the Hamptons. That's an option. I mean, who knows? You know, the world is an oyster and let's just see what's up next, you know? Hey, man. What about you, Brandon? Positive way to look at it, Dave. Exactly. You know, you can't, gotta just keep on pushing forward and whatever happens, happens. Everything happens for a reason. Just gotta stay positive. Um, What about you, Brandon? How are you doing? I am doing awesome as always. How was your week? It was good. I did crush happy hour before you even ask. <laughs> I Where went, at? I went yesterday. No, I went Applebee's. What? I don't know. It's either Cheesecake Factory or Grand Lux. Yeah, uh, been, Applebee's is beneath him. It's Sorry. not beneath me, but when am I going to Applebee's at 10 o'clock? Nobody, want, nobody likes Applebee's anymore. What did, What can you pot Wait. 10 a.m. or p.m. It because <laughs> when you're talking crushing appetizers, it could be either. No, it's not. Happy hour at Applebee's the is at 10 p.m. It starts. All right, so late night snack. But Grand Lux and Cheesecake Factory start at four. Ah, uh, so Grand Lux, I went happy there. Start. What'd you say? That's where normal happy hours start. Right. <laughs> well. Yeah, so I went to Grand Lux yesterday, got some sliders and quesadillas, and then I went to, uh, rewinding my week, I went on Saturday to Cheesecake Factory, and... What did you get there? I got the the Thai lettuce wraps, Mm -hmm. which were good, and then I got a burger... But that wasn't happy hour. And then I got like the the chocolate fudge cake there. Mm-hmm. So good. Very cool. And then yeah. I don't even remember when Dave and I saw each other. We met up and went ghost hunting. Was I was done. about to deny. I was about to deny that story and say that's completely false. But yeah, we actually did hang out. When did we ghost go? hunting? Yeah, it was stupid. <laughs> We went to what is it? Mount we, no, we went to Sweet Hollow Road. Okay. Forgot the turn by Mount Misery and just kept driving. But we went. We went to Smoke and Owls first. Wait, so that wasn't the bridge? No, that was the bridge. But we didn't go to Mount Misery, where like the I don't even know the the folklore of it. it it's like a dead end street. Well, I guess we got to do another trip. Hatchet Mary, perhaps, is over Mount Misery. Maybe. Chris, did you go to uh, um, Montauk Point with everyone when they went like back in like high school? No. No? Too scared or? No, I actually, um, what was it, three or years? Is that even a haunted place? No, it's really interesting. Well, it's no, like... three years ago, we went like for like a four-day, three-day like weekend getaway out to Montauk. And I went to the lighthouse at like 4.30 in the morning to watch the sunrise. It's like. There's these like things. It's this is me getting philosophical again. It's the most philosophical. Like things in life that happen every day that you like really don't appreciate. 
And like I went out there at four thirty in the morning. I stood on the rocks and I watched the sunrise out of Montauk. It just it was like it was such an experience. Like if you live on Long Island, if you're going to the Mo- Hamptons or Montauk or something, like I highly recommend that because like I sat there and I just took pictures. My pictures are terrible, but they're still pictures. <laughs> and it's just like it was an experience. It was just, and it's like that happens every single day. And we don't get to like really like appreciate it. And it was like really cool to do that. I did. I think I did the both mornings I was out there. Mm-hmm. I have to say, I, I've been very disappointed. I went to Montauk in my adult life once, and I just it my was adult life. super boring. <laughs> it was just a a, a lighthouse. The only I time mean, I mm-hmm. no go Sorry. no. The only time I I went out there was for uh, one of our mutual friends, Alyssa's uh, wedding. Oh yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that was the only time. I feel like when all of our friends went to Montauk because there's this entire Montauk project where at there's Camp Hero. Oh, I remember that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. where there's Camp Hero where it was a government site back in the – something just fell upstairs. That's kind of weird. Because they heard you. They heard you. The Let's government is listening. <laughs> Let's change the topic before anything else happens. So, you guys um, ever hear of it, experimentation? <laughs> what are you doing? No. I said change the topic. Um, yeah, no, but like they did like weather uh, weather devices, like weather changing, mind control, time traveling. Uh, what is it? Like the, the half human, half lizards. Like really far-fetched stuff. Weather underground. Weather changing. Yeah. You're gonna tell me yesterday was 80 degrees and today was 40 degrees. I was looking at on our timeline of Twitter, and I subscribed to one. I followed one of the uh, the Hudson City Valley Cats, which is a minor league for the Houston Astros up in Troy. Really? And yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was and it like yes, low A ball? Um, it is single season. Okay. I don't know what the re- it's SS. I think. Split, uh, split, I'm thinking split squads. Yeah, but it was pretty. It's pretty awesome, dude. Like, um, what is it? Uh, JD Martinez, um, AJ Reed. What, what kind of hot tag the... was that? What what kind of conversation change oh, was that? No, I, I'll 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 go back to the weather. But yeah, all of these guys played up there, and so it's pretty. They have a lot of people coming through there. That's pretty awesome. Um, oh, Dallas Keuchel played there too. But yeah, yesterday they posted a video of their field. Saying that it was like seventy-eight degrees or something. Dude, it was gorgeous yesterday. Yeah, showing it really nice. And today they posted saying that it's like in the twenties or thirties, and it was snowing. Like it's kind of bizarre with this weather stuff. But it happens every now and then. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Like I saw my Facebook feed the other day. Um, in like two thousand and ten, I was sitting outside drinking bourbon, reading Gold Dust Autobiography in February. Like, you know, these ebbs and I, I say it all the time, ebbs and flows of the weather system happen. But, you know, global warming is just a myth made up by the Chinese. Yeah. So. And and something that is also a myth is that Goldus is going to follow you after you buy his book. Goldie, still waiting for that follow. Oh, yeah, that's right. But, yeah, no. Um, yeah, so if you don't know, if you're not familiar with my talk project, definitely go Wikipedia it because it is kind of like you could dive deep into it and it's really interesting. It's like Area 51 people. Yeah, totally yeah. Area 51. And I'm such a – I'd nerd out for that stuff, you know? And you know. If, uh, if you happen to be on Long Island, check out Smoking Owls in Massapequa Park. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Some crypto famous Dave so much. But yeah. Smoking Owls is like miles 
like there's no comparison. I've, well, the I've price. Never, I've never been. Sorry. Yeah, then yeah. there's no compare. Like you'd be, it, you'd be blown away by it. The price is a little bit up there, but it's but not the portion, the, the portion size is gigantic. Exactly, the portion size really makes up for the price it's, difference. It's thirty bucks it, for a full rack of ribs. Yeah, but you have enough to bring home with you. Like this is really good stuff. The appetizers are are overpriced though. That's one hundred. It depends. The the one thing I think is absolutely overpriced is the uh, French onion soup there. But like, yeah, it was like ten ninety nine or twelve ninety nine for a French onion soup. Yeah, but like wow. the, but everything yeah. else, like, I mean, the nachos, I think is like eighteen ninety nine, but it comes with two gigantic piles of meat, and the yeah, chips, it's, it's like a giant stack of chips too. I don't know, eighteen ninety nine is more than most of the uh, other stuff on the menu, though. Like your appetizer is the same price as your dinner. I don't think that that is good. But it's like gigantic. Um, like Chris, have you seen that often where where you work and then going from other restaurants that the appetizers are as comparable in price to some of the uh, actual dinner plates? No. The same place that has – like if you compare, it's way lower end, but like Buffalo Wild. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, let Chris finish. I work in a very high-end restaurant. Well, I don't want to say it's a super high-end restaurant because we wear jeans there now. Um, mm -hmm. But it's a pretty high-end – you know – high-end bistro so it's like and my executive chef really like price-wise like i mean there's some things like we have a lobster mac and cheese on the menu which is 22 dollars, and that's an appetizer mm -hmm. and then we have some entrees that are like 28 dollars, but it's like mm -hmm. portion sizes to like what it is and it's also the market too like you know we have fish dishes on our menu that they have to be 36 bucks because if not we don't cut a profit on it's it's a profit thing you mm -hmm. know like if, I if you go... maybe getting a price, maybe getting a uh, a price discount on getting a certain X amount of Hormel ribs from them. They get a case for this much, and if they buy these many cases, they get this much, so they can keep those prices low. Mm -hmm. Like it's if you, the if economical. You, if you go to like George Martin or whatever, those appetizers are are like way ridiculously priced for the portion you get. But it's also. It's George Martin. Right. I'm saying it's like a higher end, more expensive place. Yeah. And they probably use high quality stuff. You know, it's like getting, I was talking to somebody because I went to this restaurant in Brooklyn, our friend Dan, we mentioned him on the podcast before. <laughs> he, I went to this place. <laughs> okay. Relax there, Dan. Why um, is your mouth not opening? Oh, because I was drinking water and I was spitting all over my computer. <laughs> That's why I was laughing with, like that. Sorry. Oh, I thought you were laughing sarcastically like that. Oh, no. Um, I almost spit up all over the computer, and that would be bad. Um, yeah. After this, let's get let's get to some outside ring talk. But, like, yeah. I, was talking to, I was talking to Dan. There was this restaurant I went to in Brooklyn. It was called St. Anselm. Unbelievable. The place is out of this world. Um, and then he was like, oh, yeah, I went to it the other night. I'm like, oh, well, how was it? He goes, well, I got the strip, and I was really disappointed at the price – per ounce on the steak you know it was probably like a 16 ounce cut and it was probably like 30 bucks mm -hmm. so it's like two bucks or so a little under per pound so he's like but i'm like but we have a 16 ounce steak on our menu that's 52 dollars you know it's the quality of it you know we get it from one of the oldest meat distributors in the united states who have this you know this i'm trying to think of the word reputation yeah 
for it. So it's like we can put that price point on there. And if people ask us why it's so much, and also if you go to a steakhouse, you'll spend the fifty bucks on a ten ounce filet mignon. Not me. <laughs> I will. I will hundred percent. I'm not paying that much for steak. If if I had the money, I mean, unless no, it was unless it was Frank's Steakhouse, but that's because I like their steak. And what what sort of a place is this in Brooklyn? A steakhouse or? I don't. It's like a American style cuisine, steaks, and they had like wine, and it was very like hipster esque. It was awesome. It was really good. Would That's you another... Would you recommend Chris going to Smoke and Owls though? Me? No, Dave. Yeah, yeah. You, one you of, I mean, I you know me. I'm a fan of barbecue. <laughs> yeah, I, one. Blue, of, mm-hmm. Blue Smoke in Manhattan. That place is out. Oh yeah, that was your bachelor party. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually still have the uh, toothpicks from there. Wow. Used yeah. toothpicks also. Yeah. Yeah, I, I this way if I ever want to remember what it tasted like, just pop it right back in. All right. On that note, let's get to some outside the ring talk. Should we right. should we spell it out the first one? Yeah, sure. If you want to C H E E S E C H K E and don't piss me off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> double J. Jeff Jeff Jarrett is going to be inducted into the WW Hall of Fame this year. We, were, yep. we just discussed it last week as a possible rumor, a very out there rumor that turned out to be 100% completely true. Yep. Good for Jeff Jarrett. I said it last week, you know, his body of work, not just in the WWE, but in professional wrestling in general, should really solidify him. And he's you know, the, I, the first Bullet Club member to be inducted to the WWE Hall of Fame. Oh, my God, Mark. Yeah, I, I hate that reference, but I mean... If you're going by the books, okay, fine, you win. But after speaking on the show about it last week, I definitely understand why he's inducted into the Hall of Fame, even if basing it just on the WWE career. I I definitely came around on it, and I think it's really awesome, you know? It's cool to see that that wrestlers, even if you have a burnt bridge, that now WWE is willing to um, repair that. Now, who inducts him? Uh... Ooh. I mean, there's an interesting list. You have obvious obvious choices of Kevin Nash or no. Scott Hall. No. You have obvious choices of Kurt Angle, AJ Styles, due to their involvement in Impact, TNA. I feel like the Kurt Angle may be awkward. I don't know how Extremely their relationship awkward. I don't why, know how their Why is it awkward? Is. I'm sure their relationship is perfectly fine. If their relationship is fine, then why? maybe... Or out there, Dixie Carter. I thought about that, and that would be awesome because that would be, even though Jeff Chair is not a headliner, I feel like having Dixie um, do that would be an eye attraction for a lot of people. Yeah, but you know all the smart marks that are that are there sitting in the crowd, like boo! Oh my! Please don't get even get me started. I hate that they open this up to the public. I don't know. I don't know if people would boo that though. I don't know about just that. Just, like, I, specifically based off... I mean, because when, when she was on WWE Network, I think she had more than a positive review. I don't trust the fans. An ovation for that. Yeah. I don't I don't trust them. But, yeah, obviously but, you never trust a, a WWE WrestleMania crowd at a Hall of Fame. No. But and, or I think Bob it's going to be... He just runs everywhere, so... Right. <laughs> Dude, Hindu squats? Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that he's going to make mention to Owen Hart? He should. I, I, yeah, I would. I would hundred percent expect that. Yeah. Has why, anybody... why do you not? Why do you not 
think Kevin Nash or Scott Hall. I just think that there's other like why those two? I mean, they were in WCW, NWO. Why, then, then you should. Them. Then why don't you have Eric Bischoff, or even Booker T? Yeah. I mean, just to toss those two out there, just for the relationship NWO. I feel like there's other options. Plus, we see so much Scott Hall and Kevin Nash this day and age with WWE, where it's kind of like but it's not supposed to be a surprise for David's brain. It's supposed to be somebody who's meaningful to them. Eh, I don't have to be somebody cool. Why didn't yeah. he pick somebody that he wasn't so close to? Yeah, but yeah, cool. So, congratulations to Jeff Jarrett. Uh, on being inducted to the Hall of Fame. Looking forward to that WrestleMania weekend. Um, let's talk about Major League Rugby on this show, because that's the thing. Because not only uh, is there a new team in Major League Rugby, Rugby, the Rugby United New York will join the league on an exhibition schedule in 2018. That team is co-owned by none other than JBL, another WWE legend. Um, he is has joined them as an associate member. They will play a full schedule in the 2019 season. Um, com for would, more information. I would actually be interested in this because I've spoken about it on the podcast before that yeah. I could easily watch rugby over football any day of the week. So if there's a foot, if there's a rugby team uh, associated with New York that I could start to get behind and watch a little bit more often, I could definitely see myself uh, becoming a fan of it. Were we kind of convinced that the whole XFL announcement was going to be like some sort of rugby thing? No, you were never. All. You never once thought that. Back no. when they had the URL or whatever, United Rugby League. No. What we thought was that, perhaps? Mm-mm. Actually, I don't know. I don't think so. I, I kind of feel like we did. I don't nope. think we ever thought it, nope. that it was going to be that, but maybe we spoke about it. But I, I believe the uh, the first rugby match is a free, a free game in March in uh, Gaelic Park, I think, in Brooklyn. Interesting. So yeah, go to go to rugbyunitedny.com for information. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so something else that's interesting is WWE had the number one selling action figure in the U.S. Uh, in 2017, surpassing all other action figure sales of uh, major entertainment brands and block, blockbuster films. So that's a really big accomplishment. Dave. But that's a huge niche too with wrestling fans. Wrestling fans, there's hardcore action figure fans in the mm-hmm. wrestling universe. Do you think those Barbie dolls count as yeah, as yeah. the action figures? Barbie dolls fall underneath the action figure umbrella. So I get I mean Dave bought a bunch of them so perhaps hey collectibles. <laughs> All collectibles, dude. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um this is actually really funny because the other day I was at Target speaking of action figures. The other day I was at Target and I was walking through and I was looking through the action figure section and who's the first action figure I see? Even Rich Marie. Swan. Oh. And uh, Rich Swan uh, it was released recently, oh, mutually released from WWE. I guess I uh, was wrong. He was already on the indie scene. Uh, he has been added to the next three House of Hardcore dates. Uh, March 23rd and 24th and April 7th, which is WrestleMania weekend. So he'll be down in New Orleans for some capacity. Uh, he's also been added to a show in Tijuana, Mexico on March 17th. So uh, 
good old uh, Can You Handle This has uh, hit the ground running. So we'll see where else he ends up. Yeah. There you go. I thought I thought for sure you were going to make some sort of... Uh, I, I didn't think you were going to go into Rich Swan with that. I, great segue, right? But uh, I did try to buy a pop this week. You mm-hmm. tried. I, was gonna buy, I wanted to buy the 1 out of 500 Zack Ryder pop from the Funko exclusives, the Funko store. And WWE Auction was selling it. it the auction, I think, started out at zero. And mm-hmm. by the time I got to it, I my bid was 120 And I got instantly outbid by an auto bidder. Mm-hmm. So I was like, screw this. I'm going to try again. I'm going to go 140 I'll do that. And got outbid, and I, I let it go and kind of got uh, into my head. I was like, well, what the hell, man? I kind of want this pop. It's not going to be any cheaper anywhere else. And I went back to bid again, bid 150 and it went shot up right away to 160 And then I checked back on it. The winning bid was $365, so that's... Wow. Yeah. So... Well... It's safe to say Brandon has some backlash over this, and starting with backlash, <laughs> WWE like pay-per-views, <laughs> WWE pay-per-views are going to be dual branded. I like it. I tried to go to backlash, but I didn't like the amount of their their low price tickets where they're where they were. I didn't like the, I, the locations. I like it that it's dual branded, but I feel like it's also going to start limiting. Uh, a lot of wrestlers from being on the pay-per-views. Yeah, I because, agree with that. Because now you're going to be pushing a lot of the title holders to be on almost every pay-per-view. Yeah, but they say if, they said that they, like they might be pushing for longer pay-per-views now. I d- dude, I can barely sit through a full pay-per-view now. I don't know Dave about can you guys. Barely sit through SmackDown. Excuse I, me, Dave can barely sit through Mixed Max Challenge. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Brandon was on the phone with me when I did my notes. Brandon, how? long did it take me to do my notes uh, Realistic, about, realistically uh, i could tell you right now actually it for, was well take out some time from non doing the notes but i had to watch raw and smackdown and do all my was, notes it in was 23 time. seconds pretty much <laughs> i had i turned on youtube i turned on double speed and just rushed right through so if you're gonna extend the pay-per-views most likely i won't be watching yeah I uh, like it because it's just like, like this week, this weekend's elimination chamber. Then it's like, all right, cool. Now WrestleMania. Oh wait, this fast lane in two weeks. Oh, I gotta pay attention to that now. And then we draw predictions too. We could just do it all in one felt swoop instead of having to worry about everything. Yeah, yeah that's true. So yeah, and, but we got a big pay per view coming up at the end of uh, beginning of April, and that's WrestleMania. That'll be in New Orleans. A big report came out this week by John Pollock of Post Wrestling that WrestleZone then just took and copy and pasted and put it on the website because they were just doing limited uh, is that, is posts. That a, is that a rant this week? No, it's not a rant. Actually, I have a match this week, but still, WrestleZone is like, really? Let's do, we're going to do limited uh, garbage for uh, Martha's, uh, for President's Day. Yep. How many posts was it, Brandon? Uh, I think it came to like 18 or 19. Yeah, how many did they do the day before? 18 or 19. What a bunch of losers they same, are. Same yeah, exact, I, it was the same thing for MLK Day, too. Absolutely. It's just they do it to make themselves look better in the in the public eye, and I don't understand doing that. Like, if you're gonna post the same amount of coverage, just don't do that. Like, nobody cares if you're 
Like, you don't have to say, like, Watch oh, DLC. in honor of President's Week, we're going to limit our posts when you yeah, don't. It's not making your it's not making yourself look any better. I mean, I really dislike all the crap that they do. I mean, if you want to check out pro wrestling news sites, go check out uh, Pro Wrestling Sheet, Wrestling Inc. And then, Chris, where else do you check out? WrestleView. WrestleView.com is pretty good. WrestleView. PW Ponderings, if you're looking for more indie stuff, that's pretty good. I like that one as well. But it's like, I've been going to WrestleZone since I was like 15 years old, so it's like hard to stay away. Yeah, same here, but I'm finding it really easy because it feels like every time I go on, I get, I have a pop-up. There's some sort of an ad there at some oh point. Oh my god, I can't even look at it on my phone. Exactly. It, it's just frustrating. Congratulations, you won a $100 Google gift card. Click on this thing. I'm like, no. A Google gift card? Yeah, it's like, great, all right, looks like I won't go to WrestleZone because it's for the better anyways. Uh, but anyway, John Pollock of Post Wrestling uh, was reporting that the Louisiana Boxing and Wrestling Commission is going to be banning blood and pile drivers from WrestleMania week in New Orleans. Uh, they're going to be forcing a number of other protocols, uh, including promoters having required to show some sort of license. Um but it was noted that Louisiana does not allow existing promoters to loan licenses out. So, like, if WWN is doing their shows, they have to have their sh- they have to have their license for it. GCW, when they do Joey Janela's Spring Break, they have to have their own license for it. Um, promoters are going to make sure that all blood work's done. They're going to have to test negative for HIV, hepatitis B, hepatitis C. They're going to have to prove the talent's required blood work that they have show. Uh, they're also going to have a ringside physician and an EMT at every single show. So really cracking down on it. Yeah, I think that's great. And uh, with the banning of blood and pile drivers, I guess uh, Nick Gage is going to be out of work this weekend. Yeah. That weekend. And, I, wonder, um, I wonder if they're going to be having – if, like, the companies are going to have to pay for um, the – A fine? No, the, to have the officials there. What do you mean? Like the the uh, the Louisiana Boxing and Wrestling Commission. Oh, it says I don't think they're going to provide an official at each show. But then, or does that mean they're also providing the EMT, or is the show going to have to provide? Louisiana, the show's probably still going to have to provide an EMT and stuff. But I think Louisiana would just have an official at all the events to make sure that they're going by the book. I think it. I. Something is like a red flag about that, that it's going to be an issue with some promotion at some point during that weekend. Oh, but it, it, it's like, where does the line get drawn at, at, at pile driver? Like, obviously we know like the, the famous Jerry Lawler esque pile driver, but then there's or like the Jerry Lynn pile driver or Jerry yeah. Lynn or Rhino. They have, um, the, like Canadian destroyers. All those indie guys do. Max, Maxwell Jacob Feinstein does, uh, uh, Friedman, sorry, uh, does his his little um, version of it. Yeah, and then I guess the, 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 the most the most yeah. famous pile driver that like associates itself with WrestleMania is Undertaker. Does the Tombstone pile driver count? Would would they get fined? I, I see that not making a dent, but I don't know. As of now, he is not booked though. Yeah. So, but his name is John Cena. Um, that doesn't mean 
anything if you're Joey Ryan because you do not <laughs> these, need to be... These, these segues today are amazing. Yeah, you do uh, not I personally would have went into spring break. Well, you don't have to be a name brand on the WWE, uh, in the WWE, to be making the Make- money these days. Yeah, Joey Ryan, according to Sports Illustrated, purchased a house for half a million dollars in California. Yeah, um, in LA. Good for him, man. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Props to him for being able to just even save that amount of money and steer clear of all of the uh, the dark shadiness of pro wrestling just to save that much money and put it towards something like that. That's a huge achievement. Yeah, man. He's got room for him and his wife and room for his brajol. Yeah. I, so I so that how, come, how come there are other people on the indies that aren't making that? Like, we're... It's we're... marketing. It's marketing yourself. And also, Joey Ryan has become excessively popular after that whole YouTube clip of him flipping somebody with his junk. Yeah, he's he's a huge commodity, especially because of the intergender wrestling becoming a huge thing, where for a while, it was really the all eyes on Joey Ryan with intergender wrestling. Yeah, it's now really... it looks like uh, James Ellsworth is cashing in on that, too, with the intergender championship. Yeah, and then let's also not neglect the Hot Topic stuff. Yeah. That was huge. I'm, I'm, I'm sure the Young Bucks are right up there with Joey Ryan. I mean, as obviously well. they are. They, they are. Exactly. They're both living super successfully by themselves. Well, I mean, yeah. with their families by themselves is what I mean. Yeah. Of course. But it, but it's nice to see that there are independent wrestlers that are making this type of money out there. Of course, this is a rarity. I mean, this isn't to be. I don't think this is uh, a real uh, realistic expectation of any by any means of an indie wrestler. This is someone that really was highly intelligent, worked really really hard, and knew exactly how to get to this point. Yep, absolutely. So, but yeah, uh, he's an Angels fan, so. <laughs> I bet Stone Cold DT wishes he was like Joey Ryan. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, now, WrestleMania, we spoke about WrestleMania weekend having uh, pile drivers and everything like that banned. Uh, Joey Jell's Spring Break 2 is going to be happening WrestleMania weekend. Uh, and this week, another match was announced from it. It's going to be Walter against. I have PCO written down, but his full Pierre name is. Carl yes, he was one half of the Quebecers. He had that pirate gimmick that had that good run against Bret Hart for three months. In yeah, the '90s, that like sh- shoot feud too, because they, I think they really had a, they really were shooting on each other, Bret Hart and him. During and then that. he was uh, part of, he was part of Brothwell too. Remember Brothwell? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think th- th- this is really cool. And that video, uh, did you guys see that video? The yes, made by Wrestling Wrestle Arcades. I thought it was. Oh, awesome. it was sick. Yeah, um, really well done. They're really, you know, uh, talking about people starting to make some money. Joey Janela. He said it too. You know, he said two years ago, WrestleMania, I sold one shirt and got booked once and couldn't even feed myself on the way back. You know, last year was part of one of the biggest shows of the weekend. This year, this show looks like it's going to be pretty good too. So yeah, it's awesome. Like he's now, like I see they, um, PWG releases their card and he's on it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it's nice because Joey Janela also was kind of the, the ugly duckling for a little bit on the indie scene, you know, because he started off at one place and then he was. It seemed like he may have been blacklisted a little bit for speaking out about against promotions not really working together. And then promotions started to work together. 
And Janela started to get his name out there more and more and more. And then all those insanity spots too, with like, you know, he had that death match against Zandig where he like fell off the the roof. He did that whole Nick uh, Nick Mondo spot. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's totally worked out for him. So I'm really happy to see everything going in the right direction for Joey Janela. And I think that a lot of people would agree with that. Amen. Amen. Uh, Anything else we got outside the ring? Did you guys watch the Balor Club ride along or no? No, I haven't watched it yet. If you, no, if me neither. If you just watched, yeah. So uh, right now we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back here on Mardican Out. This is Matt Hardy, the man who is stronger than death, and you are currently listening to Marking Out. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Marking Out, episode 368. We are Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Uh, We're not actually Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. It's just a tagline that doesn't uh, get used properly by Dave and me. No, but something that does get used weekly is Monday Night Raw. Monday night nitro. If we could just like this ep- the description of this episode could be all oh, the segways, the segways, and it'd be a picture of Braun on a segway. Have you great. ever um, oh, wow. actually Love been it. on a segway? Yes. No. What I've were been you on, on a segway for? A hoverboard. Never mind. It's not a segway. So I was on a swagway. I no. So speaking of hoverboards. Um, the the people next door to us in my house, they have an apartment that has this couple who the I they're a bunch of degenerates. Like they have a child, and the guy, the, they the po- father, they pose for pictures or the with guy. Kielbasa? What? I said they pose for pictures with Kilbasa. No, but he like he like is just a, a degenerate. Like the guy every night while I'm trying to put my kids to bed, he's outside smoking, hacking up a lung. Like he's gonna like die, and then one day I saw him riding a motorized scooter. I'm like, you have a ch- you have a child. I'm like, and you're driving around a motorized scooter, and he's like smoking a cigarette as he's driving this motorized scooter. I'm like, you are such a loser. Well, like, what's wrong with the if I if I'm hearing I mean, if I'm hearing you correctly, you're saying he was driving a moped or like. No, I mean uh, a hoverboard. Sorry. Like a swagway, as they call them. That's what that thing's called. Yeah, the stupid things that all the they, they caught fire and you couldn't bring yeah. them on airplanes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and I thought you were talking. I thought you were talking about like an actual like a type of scooter that was like, cause like in that sense, like yeah, you're no, also that'd be like that guy in a little coat style riding. <laughs> Why is the guy <laughs> like super out of shape? Yeah, he like listens he to this and he's like, oh, that that Chris, I'm gonna go on his door and knock on it. All right, good, and I'll just call the cops on him. For what, uh, knocking on your door? What do you do during no. Halloween? <laughs> it's different when little kids and a fat guy. And besides, I have the ring doorbell, so I could just see him and just be like, hey, I'm not answering the door. See you later. Click. Oh, it was a skinny guy. Anyway, let's talk about Monday Night Raw. Um, I know we don't have it in our, in our notes, but huge shout out to WWE for doing, little cla- doing the classy thing for the uh, victims of the uh, Parkland school shootings. Mm-hmm. Doing that nice... Silent open, ten bell salute, and then just bringing it right into the action. That, there was no ten bell salute. I mean, well, they had a moment of silence. Yeah, yeah it was definitely uh, really awesome that they took that time. And uh, well, NXT, that's a, that's an area that NXT runs constantly. Yeah. So 
big ups to them. But we don't start Monday Night Raw with a 20-minute promo. We don't start Monday Night Raw with Stephanie McMahon coming out. We, we start off Monday Night Raw with Roman Reigns coming out, saying a couple words. And then we start a seven-man gauntlet, which wasn't like a half an hour. Everybody gets a quick fall or something like that. This match was almost two hours long. I loved it. Brandon, why did you hate it so much? I, I was quite, I don't know, I was just super annoyed, I guess, with the fact that it was like, there was two people in the match, and it was like an hour into the match. And maybe it had to do with like the 17 commercial breaks or something, but I was, I, and I wasn't happy with what I was seeing up until Elias and, uh, Elias and Finn Balor. Really? Yeah. I was just like, I, I thought... was super bored with that round. They, we just, because they like shove it down your throat. Like, oh, he's Mr. Monday night. He's it's Monday night Rollins. Oh my God. He's, but like, we've seen him do all of that before. Nothing was new. Have you seen him wrestle for an hour before? It, it, it's this, we've seen, I've it's seen nothing. him wrestle for an hour straight before. Ring of Honor? Have you seen him in WWE? Actually, yeah, I was at that match. Universal Austin Aries went to an hour. But have you seen, Have has the WWE common fan that just tunes in on Monday night seen Seth Rollins go for an hour long? Yeah, but for, like, that's not that, why I, I judge. That's not answering But that's question. not why I judge if a match is good or not. Like, no, if, if I was there live, maybe I would have been happy with it. But I, I just, I was super bored by that. But okay. no, we haven't seen Seth Rollins wrestle. I, to my knowledge, we haven't seen Seth Rollins wrestle that long inside WWE. If anything, I see it as a huge, uh, uh, an awesome accomplishment for him to be wrestling in in three matches for so long. The gauntlet lasting so long in a gauntlet match. I think that's awesome for I, I think, to display him. I think that's like, I feel like it was WWE trying to like pat themselves on the back and like, like, oh, here's more Rollins. He's going to be the guy right now. I. It's also a nice, really nice way to recover. It's not, by the way. But who, but it's a, it's he's a, not going to be the, if, if they were going to make him the guy, they would have had him last two hours and win the entire match. But they didn't. Like, the obviously, guy, like all three of us would have assumed the winner of the match was who? Roman I was going to be Roman Reigns. Braun. Yeah. Braun. Yeah, I'm still going Braun. <laughs> I'm happy Chris and I are on the same page then. But well, I no, think that this match. Is, well, I think that this is awesome with Rollins because this is also a great way to uh, put Seth Rollins back in that spotlight that where he should be to recover from this Jason Jordan storyline. Absolutely. Make it, you, you, and coming out of WrestleMania, you're going to need a big baby face. Yeah. You, know, uh, you know, what I'm seeing is that Roman Reigns might turn heel. So you're going to need somebody to count them. And this is a great way to prepare. Yeah. And so Dave, what Dave, what Dave say too? He was in this awful storyline with Jason Jordan. All right. We need to show people again why Seth Rollins is the man and why we put so much stock in him to have such a huge WrestleMania moment a couple years ago. Bam. Let's put him in for an hour. Let's really hone it in on him. And he had a good show. He he defeated he defeated Roman Reigns. He defeated John Cena. You two top baby faces in the company. You put you put Seth Rollins over and you know in and beat John Cena in awesome fashion. I you know beat Roman Reigns quickly with the the roll up, but still awesome. 
I love yeah. this. I thought this was great. It was something completely different. You wouldn't have expected this out of Monday Night Raw, that the first two hours was going to be one solid match. A lot of commercial breaks, yes, but it was one solid match that told a story that was a – this was an, an end-of-the-night promo going into, oh, hey, Elimination Chamber Sunday. Everybody sign your contracts. Let's flip over a bunch of tables and beat each other up. This was a definitive story. It was a definitive match that pushed along Elimination Chamber, which made you want to see this. Something it also – I was going to say it, something real, I liked yeah. during this was the fact that they went and did mid-match promos backstage. That, I, I think they, I, I honestly think they nailed this entire thing. I, I agree with that, and I think that with the Seth Rollins part, it also makes him a contender for this Elimination Chamber. Yeah. I mean, before before this, he was a tag team champion which, with Jason Jordan, which really wasn't the – it was kind of like a desperation move, I think, for Seth Rollins because there was really nowhere else to put him. And now that he's in this match – Having him compete in this as long as he did, now you can be like, okay, maybe he does have a shot in this elimination chamber. But then also look a little bit at the people that he defeated. He beat beat the guy that's rumored to win, Roman Reigns. He defeated the face of pro wrestling, John Cena. With Roman then, Reigns being the first one eliminated here, do you think that's like a, an almost guarantee? No. You, you still have hope and, and thoughts that it's Braun? I feel like, yeah. and also the way that they've been booking Braun recently, last week with the whole Elias spoof, this week by winning, he won, you know, he won the gauntlet match, and then the promo he had afterwards, I feel like they have to, I know they probably don't want to change their plans going into WrestleMania, but strike while the iron is hot. Braun Strowman is over huge right now with the fans, you have the monster, the monster among men versus the beast incarnate WrestleMania as your main event match. That would, to me, that sells of more than Roman Reigns, who's been, who's kind of taken over the workhorse. You know what? We we speak about it on the show a lot. The Intercontinental Title back in like the mid early '90s, mid '90s was the workhorse title. You keep Roman Reigns in that Intercontinental Title picture with the Miz, who as well as a workhorse, and they work very well together. That's my take on it. You have the big, the the beast versus the monster at WrestleMania. You have a Miz versus Roman Reigns. You know, maybe the Miz Taraz gets involved in Elimination Chamber, costs them that. But who knows? Well, look at, uh, like, just to finish my point with the Seth Rollins and everything, he beats the two players. Oh, well. no, no you're, you guys are totally fine. But he loses to Elias, someone who also is one of those underdog f- favorites. And I think that's awesome that Seth Rollins did those things and then loses to Elias. And then with the Braun, I also going to add to what Chris just said. I would be totally fine if John Cena faced Elias. I think that they put on a great match on Monday Night Raw. And I think that would be a great WrestleMania match. I mean, yeah. the, for me, for as far back as what I was saying a few weeks ago was the only two matches I could see for WrestleMania with Cena is... Either Cena and Elias or Cena and Undertaker. Yeah, I think that I 100% would rather see Elias versus Cena than Undertaker versus Cena. Undertaker at every WrestleMania is just a beating a dead horse. Especially after the quote-unquote retirement last year. Yeah. To have that, that sort of a ceremony, to have that send-off, and then to have sport, um, sports, uh, what is it, sports center do a big thing on it to have just a huge 
momentum, a huge like thing go- taking place with him leaving his clothing, his attire in the middle of the ring. To have him come back to WrestleMania exactly after that, it's a little bit. Uh, I don't know. I'm not a fan of that. No. Well, well something uh, something I wasn't a fan of during this match was how long it took for the next opponent to come out. Did you guys? Well, I mean, Chris at least. Nope, didn't really care. It was, it was fine. You know, it kind of gives you it gives it gives you a breather. It gives the guy in the ring a breather. You know, it's just like. And something yeah, we, something else that bothered me was the fact when was Miz, the whole match. Miz and Strowman when <laughs> they go look, when go they look, look, go look back at the tweets I'm marking out when Brandon Miz when Miz and Braun Strowman were were running outside of the ring were they why were they not being counted out? That makes maybe no there's sense. no countouts in a goal match. And more more importantly, isn't the Miz no a hundred percent? There's countouts. They they were saying that the whole match. But isn't Miz smarter than to actually wrestle in this? It, should, shouldn't any of them have been smarter than that? What leverage do they get by winning this match? Seth Rollins wasted an hour of his energy. Meanwhile, he has to go into an elimination chamber where they tout this elimination chamber match changes you. You will never be the same. You can never actually 100% prepare for this match. Oh, let me go wrestle an hour in this match. On a Monday. The pay-per-views on a Sunday. What does that mean? He's got six days between them. Yeah, what is that? To go home, rest, maybe, you know, go do a a light CrossFit session. Uh, You know, maybe go get, uh, go use some cryotherapy, get him all rested up. He he should have been saving his energy. They all should have been saving their energy. Um, Can we also remember that as pro wrestling? Yeah, Yeah. that too. I'm talking about real life. (laughs) (laughs) I'm talking about if pro wrestling was real life, though. All right, still, next up, still, though, on so, Monday Night Raw, we had Asuka come out, cut a little promo, which then was uh, interrupted by Nia Jax, who then squat, who beat her down, dropped the leg drop. You know, this is a match going into Elimination Chamber this Sunday. I don't feel like there's anything else we have to talk about this. Three leg drops later, and I still think Asuka's going to win. Yep. Hey, man. Some tag team, match, uh, some tag team action. You had Titus. Worldwide, no really? Else is gonna Come on, do it. <laughs> so, uh, the bar. So maybe that they should be the next contenders for the tag team titles. That's I think that's three victories over them now. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's you know in in Chikara land that should be that's like three points. That's a they should get tag team title shot now. Like, is this going to lead to them even maybe being tag team champions? Or maybe they'll do a big scramble match at uh. You know, when's Jeff Hardy supposed to come back? Or oh, Brother Nero? I don't know. But Brother Nero's actual brother uh, was in a little promo after this match with uh, Bray Wyatt. The match was set up for Elimination Chamber. It's going to be Matt Hardy versus Bray Wyatt again. More back and forth between uh, Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt. Which Bray Wyatt said something about Matt Hardy burning. Is this like... I mean, obviously it's not going to be a Ring of Fire match. It's not going to be an Inferno match. So what's going to be burning? Vanguard one as he falls from the sky. On the no, <laughs> no. That would be awful. <laughs> yep. Hmm. Well, hmm. in the main Better. event of Monday Night Raw, air is only dead if it's not breathed. Which is just a stupid saying, which just doesn't mean anything. Nope. <laughs> but the main event you saw Bailey teaming up with Sasha Banks and Mickey James to take on. 
Absolution and Alexa Bliss, the Raw Women's Champion, was a six women tag match super necessary? Like you already had it booked no. for SmackDown. No, yeah, what, what else are you gonna do with you got you gotta hype up the Elimination Chamber match? What else are you gonna do with this? You gotta have a you gotta a main event promo. Everybody signs their things. All the girls flip over some tables. I don't know. I just feel like it. SmackDown, SmackDown books something and Raw takes it first. I feel like we always see stuff like that. But the main takeaway from this was Absolution attacking Bailey and Sasha Banks after the match, and then they turned their attention to Alexa Bliss. But Mickey James made the save. And yeah, I I think it's cool because now. Yeah, now Alexa Bliss, I don't know, maybe she does have a friend. And mate, you got a friend did in you, me. Did you see the, the new Toy Story Land rides at all? No, I didn't. Yeah, I did. It looks really cool. The ones in, there's, it, the ones in Orlando, they have the Slinky Dog Coaster and the aliens, like the, it, to me it looks like you're in a, like the spinning teacups. Mm-hmm. Instead of instead of a teacup, you're in a rocket ship, and in Shanghai they have a slinky dog thing that looks like it just goes around and around in circles, like a uh, almost like the Dumbo or Aladdin's the Magic Carpet. But then they had an RC car which like went up and back and down, back down, kind of like a pirate ship, but like you're not swinging, you're like driving up and down. I thought that was cool, so. Very cool. And it Very opens. Cool. You know what else is cool? Summer. Yeah. Well, actually, I would I would disagree with you because SmackDown has uh, stabbed me in my heart. Yeah. <laughs> Real. It was cold as ice. That's why. That's what it was so cool. It was ice cold. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, AJ Styles opens up SmackDown and basically runs down the fact that he doesn't even have to be the one that takes the the loss at, at Fastlane. To lose a championship. Yeah, putting every scenario out there. Yeah. I could be outside of catering, and then Sammy Zay could be in the rig ping Bear Corbin. I could be Pretty filing much. my taxes, and Kevin Owens could be in the ring pinning Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> yeah, so Baron Corbin comes out. Kevin Owens comes out. Shane Shane books. McMahon comes out. Yeah, Shane books a singles match. Yep. Kevin Owens then successfully defeats Dolph Ziggler with the help of Sammy Zayn. Running their heel tactics all over SmackDown more. Um, super kick to end the match was awesome. Yeah, back of the head. I Dolph Ziggler knows how to sell, man. Just don't understand why Dolph Ziggler's not winning every single match. Like, for WrestleMania purposes, I want full, like, 100% AJ Styles to go to WrestleMania as champion and face Nakamura in a one-on-one match. Who hasn't been on SmackDown again? They had yeah. a promo for him. That was it. Yeah, but for uh, but for storyline purposes, man, he drops the U.S. Championship, comes back in the Royal Rumble. He should have won that Royal Rumble. Yeah, Dolph if not, he should every single match. If if he doesn't win the Royal Rumble, well, first off, the Royal Rumble, he could he didn't have to win it, but he also didn't have to be eliminated in the as quickly as he did. Yeah, he, he but... had such a quick time in there. Yeah, but now, like you just mentioned, he shouldn't be losing so so many matches on SmackDown. It's not really so many. I think he's only been back for what two matches, three matches, and he won last week. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. I don't think he should be losing at all. And 
I mean, but he is. Yeah. Yeah, he's not even in the SmackDown top ten. And speaking of the and SmackDown, Dolph Ziggler is one 10, of the best on the yeah. on the roster. Yeah, but speaking of that SmackDown top ten, Jinder Mahal cut a promo about it, talking how uh, Bobby Roode's top ten <laughs> was unfair because he wasn't even in it. Zack Ryder was in it though, so kuda. Yeah, like Bobby Roode, like you're not allowed to vote for yourself, even though if that was actually his ballot, he voted for himself. But just because Zack Ryder was in it, it was okay. Yeah, it was fine by me. Yeah. Which then led to Bobby Roode coming out, which then led to Randy Orton coming out and trying to RKO Bobby Roode, which then came out to Ginger Mahal giving the colossus to Bobby Roode. Yeah. Like when oh. when Orton and, and Roode took Ginger out of that equation, I didn't think it was gonna end with Ginger, just like last week. I didn't I didn't think Ginger was gonna be on top of that segment. I thought we were gonna see the the reversal of the RKO with the glorious DDT and I thought that was it. Yeah, I agree. And split second after Coloss. Yeah, but awesome. it doesn't look like uh, Jinder Mahal's getting a uh, title shot at Fastlane. It's going to be Randy Orton and his terrible dad hair. Yeah. Uh, he's going to be facing off against Bobby Bobby Roode for the U.S. title at Fastlane. Maybe they're saving uh, the glorious uh, win, no pun intended, for Jinder Mahal for WrestleMania. And is it is it top ten list like a once a month thing? They didn't even like describe. I thought it was going to be a weekly thing. Yeah, so did I. <laughs> like, what? I don't understand it at all. They didn't. I thought it was a weekly thing. And then they just, probably, like, oh, by the way, we're not even going to mention this week. And then, oh, by the way, this is the same list still. They probably realized how repetitive they were going to be. Yeah. Absolutely. But, and next up, you had the Riot Squad pick up the victory over Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, and Naomi. Uh, yeah. Ruby Riot hitting that. That ruby knee. It's a it calls a right kick. Yeah, yeah we kick. could go with that, too. It's not even yeah. close to a knee. Yeah. You know, well, when you watch Whatever. it on fast pace, it looks like a knee. Let me tell you. I think this match was all over the place. It was, and it should have been. Uh, I don't know. It should have been. They've been telling a story the past couple weeks that, uh, you know... It's been back and forth between these two squads. And, no, uh, but I mean, like, all over the place, like, we get, like, finisher, 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 finisher type of thing. But that's what happens on the Indies, brother. And no one has a problem with that. I do. Dave does. <laughs> I'm sitting here hoping that, what's his name, finally sells moves when in, when he's in WWE. Who? Prince Puma. Ricochet. Yeah. Oh, yeah, maybe that's why he's still in the Performance Center. He's going to learn how to sell, kid. Well, uh, but yeah, yeah. no. Uh, so yeah, and apparently it's going to be uh, Charlotte versus Ruby Riot Fastlane for the uh, women's title. I, I do like how after the match ended, uh, Ruby Riot did the whole like two down one or one down two to go thing. Like yeah. Charlotte's been doing We're right back in Charlotte's face. So I guess for the next two weeks, we'll see Ruby Riot take on NBC, with the NBC? exception of Charlotte. Yeah, Naomi, Charlotte, Becky. Oh God. WNBC. <laughs> WNBC. Um, but but next up was literally a sword through my heart. You had the new day. Kind of sword. I don't I don't know. Samurai. Sort of. I don't know the the titles of swords. Samurai. How long is it? I, a dagger. <laughs> I don't know. A dagger. We'll say. <laughs> So you had Biggie and Xavier Woods teaming up to defeat 
Gable and Benjamin, but you're number one contenders. That's not where the sword through my heart went. The opening of this segment, they were using emojis, and I just when you thought it was over. It's like the 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 stupid preteen graphics is one thing, and then you use emojis to get things over. Like pro wrestling outdated us. Or we outdated pro wrestling, I mean. I um, have, I have, I'm fine with it. The match was awesome. Chad Gable, man. Chad Gable, man, is a asset to the SmackDown brand. I just want him to maybe go on his own and get a U.S. title run, which would be sick. I like the, the this team. They throw a lot of knees, and I like it. You wish you could throw some knees. I probably could throw some knees. Bam Rose. All right, cool. Bam Rose, I want to see you try. I mean, Dave could vouch for me. Cooking with Brandon, episode six. <laughs> Dave can vouch for me how high I could kick, so I'm pretty sure Surpri- I could throw a knee. Yeah, surprisingly, actually pretty high. But, uh, yeah, so I like how Chad Gable took to Twitter to, to talk about how they were screwed out of the three count when Kofi Kingston distracted the referee. No, they were, but I feel like that's kind of part of their gimmick, too. It's like they're a great tag team, but they just keep getting screwed. How many times do we have to see that storyline, though? But no, it's not. But it's not the same, like, oh, this was 100% a three count. It was like the referee wasn't even counting. He was not paying attention to it. Yeah. So it's different. I I liked it. Um, And then Bludgeon Brothers came out right away. and uh, (laughs) Squash some noobs. Yeah. I thought it was a, a different kind of squash match, though. I feel like we saw way more tag team moves than we have ever seen from the Bludgeon Brothers. And I mm-hmm. I like those moves. Like you, you, like, you don't see all those moves every day when you see tag team wrestling. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, you know, tag team, tag team wrestling is alive and well in WWE now, so hopefully maybe after WrestleMania we'll see the Authors of Pain come up. Uh, War Machine, other tag teams. I mean, War Machine. I feel like they they have a good shot at taking the uh, Dusty Classic. Yeah, well, that's absolutely. But yeah, so you have New Day as the new number one contender. So we'll see New Day versus Usos again at Fastlane for the championships. Does that match end in a no contest because the Bludgeon Brothers show up? I wouldn't. I, sure I would not so. be. I'd be fine with that. Yeah. Hopefully, I mean, that could even possibly lead to a triple threat match at WrestleMania, perhaps. Usos have mm-hmm. never actually participated on a main card of WrestleMania. That made news. Yeah, I'll give the pre-show. What? I don't want them on the kickoff show again. Yeah, but who knows? Um, anyway, uh, your main event of SmackDown is AJ Styles beating off. Beating... I... <laughs> Oof. Did anybody catch that? Yeah, we In, all caught it. Well, yeah. <laughs> wow. Like, come on. Did, uh, any, did anybody catch it? Dave, you <laughs> caught it, right? He successfully pinning Baron Corbin. Uh, after the match, then you had Sammy and Kevin Owens come out and beat down AJ Styles. Baron Corbin comes to help him. I swear we're PG. We are. That was, an accident. It was a full-on accident. Yeah, no, I, I don't know what anybody else is thinking. I mean, yeah. Nothing, it, nothing. I mean, like, technically your sentence wasn't incorrect. No, it wasn't. Well, talking about selling, 
Um, yeah, so what did you guys think about that spot where Baron Corbin uh, tossed AJ Styles over best the part table? of SmackDown. That was the best part of SmackDown. That saved SmackDown for me. Really? Why? I just – you don't see stuff like that. AJ Styles is the best. He's the best. And we, we were just talking before about Ricochet and the no-sell. But it wasn't I mean, a no sell. AJ Styles caught himself. He didn't. He didn't get like tossed over, or hurt. He he caught himself and got right up. He caught himself uh, and ran over the table, got back into the ring. That's completely different. That's different than being smacked in the face with a super kick and getting back up and hitting a, a jumping stunner or whatever. A super kick. Duck the super kick. <laughs> yeah. Completely different. Sell merch. Yeah. Reading scripts, um, right? Yeah, I mean, well, it was SmackDown. We still got a couple weeks of fast lanes. But are they are up. they setting up Corbin? Corbin made the save after Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens beat down AJ. Are they setting <laughs> to him what? To, I mean, are they, they babyface? Yeah. Or, or I'm even, fine with, or I like even Corbin. Dumb, like, would they be dumb enough to to give us Corbin versus Nakamura versus AJ if AJ loses a title in that match to Baron Corbin or something? I don't think Probably. he is, but you know. You Dave, have Dave said maybe, probably maybe, okay. Maybe this sets up because they're talking. What are you going to do with Sammy, Sammy, and uh, Kevin Owens at WrestleMania? Maybe this sets up Baron Robert Corbin Watson? and Shane McMahon versus Sammy and Ke- oh. uh, Sammy and Kevin. Is that weird though? It is weird because I think they're want they wanted to bank on Daniel Bryan like passing his concussion tests. Is did he? Does anybody? No, but they're not going to tell anybody that, right? No. Oh. Are they going to tell Meltzer? First, first, second mention on the show. Did did he give any stars to that match on Monday? I don't know. I I I swear. Anybody from New Japan in it? Uh, Balor. Oh yeah, so probably got like a star. I figured just like based off of length (laughs) that he would. Meltzer loves his length. Right. Right. Anyway, let's get to the Mix Max Challenge. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everybody uh, saw Brandon, this coming. you're supposed to do something here. Oh, I don't... Oh, right. Mix Max Challenge. Said it perfectly. Uh, as expected, Bobby Roode and Charlotte <laughs> Flair defeated <laughs> Apollo. You cough after I do a voice thing? <laughs> Sorry. And Nia Jax. Uh, Apollo Crews is now Apollo, folks. Yeah, did you see uh, Terry Crews tweeted out? Really? Yeah, he tweeted out saying uh, something about the name. Well, apparently, well, heard... back when Apollo Cruz debuted as Apollo Cruz, he tweeted saying like, "Oh, do me proud or whatever, do our name proud." And then this time around, he said, "Well, he stole it from me anyway," or something like that. Well, yeah. I heard that Vince McMahon wanted to drop the Cruz because that Parkland shooter, his last name was Cruz, so they yeah. didn't want the association with it. But I don't. I don't. We don't know if that's true. I mean, I saw. We don't know. But uh, we. There's been a lot of people that have, uh, you know. Because um, apparently, I think the story. Elias Samson turned into Elias, and. Well, I think Ryan said that the story came from WWE PR in India. I think if I'm getting that correct, and then okay. they then I. Ryan, who? Know if Ryan Satin. Oh, you guys are on a first-name basis? Well, I mean, we're talking about news sites. I figured... I figured you guys would assume that. I don't know. Well, you have to Sure, he can call me Brandon. He can call me Brandon if he wants. I don't know. 
Whatever. Well, you don't want anybody to know your last name, so. Well, Brandon Brandon. Cousin Brandon. Armando uh, but Brandon yeah, Grande. Mixed match challenge. Yeah, nobody. Yeah, it's not a shocker. No. Um, Next week, second round action starts. Nia Jax yelled at, at Titus and Dana after and mailbox Titus. Yeah. But this, is this the, the, the delusion of Titus Worldwide? Like Apollo left that segment smiling. Or maybe he was just doing it for fun because I think they all have fun with it. Yeah. I don't know. Ah, let's get on 205 Live. Last two matches of the Cruiserweight Tournament. You had Buddy Murphy versus Ari Davari. Somebody was excited about this. Damn right it was. It was yeah. cool. Or are you no, talking it was, about it was Alexa cool. Bliss? Buddy, Buddy Murphy looked good. Yeah. And, I mean, and everyone's like, oh, I didn't know Buddy Murphy could do moves like that. But, like, we've seen, spoiler, we've seen him do moves like that before. I mean, yeah, Buddy whatever. Murphy was part of one of the best NXT tag teams of all time, Blake and Murphy. So yeah, totes. Uh, then you had Mustafa Ali defeating Jack Gallagher, who got some new ring ring gear. Perfect. Which dude? When they when they threw us a loop and gave us Graham Metallic and Lince Dorado taking on those two enhancement talents, um, I thought for sure something big was about to happen for the main event. Why? Cause like, cause they, for the ah. past few weeks, <laughs> for the past few weeks, two hundred five live has only been those two matches. Well, I tried to expand it a little bit. So, I have that, no so then with they it. added in that that quick, that not really quick, but that enhancement talent match over there. I thought, oh my god, maybe, just maybe, Jack Gallagher really shows up in, in in the in the gear that he's been wearing, wearing, and gets kicked out of the tournament. Dave, your landline going off? Yeah, and now he muted it. Oh, cool. No, hey, listen, that's fine. Um, but yeah, now next week we'll see uh, Cedric Alexander face off against TJP in the uh, first round of the second, the first match of the second round. There's like so many people in that in the tournament right now that like, I just want to see so many people make it on that WrestleMania card. Oh, I want to see Roderick Strong, hands down. Uh, uh... I mean, hands down, if we're going hands down, I want Buddy Murphy there. Yeah, I know you do. But it's hard, it's, hard, it's, hard not to, it's hard not to, yeah, yeah, that was stupid, but it's, <laughs> it hard, was so stupid. it's hard not to see Cedric Alexander not be there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, your, your second round match is Cedric Alexander versus TJP, Roderick Strong versus Kalisto, Mark Andrews versus Drew Gulak. Buddy Murphy versus Mustafa Ali. I would love for it to be a Drew Gulak, Roderick Strong finals, but I don't see that happening. And it's I like, would like to see... Uh, Bob Backlund. Perfect. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ruin our flow here. Um, but I think it's probably going to be a Drew Gulak, Cedric Alexander tournament. Sorry, Brandon. No Buddy Murphy. Yeah. Yeah, about but that. But I, I, I mean, hopefully my fingers are crossed for that. Only time will tell. Let's get on to NXT real quick. We mentioned it before. We mentioned it last week, but it's official. The Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic is coming back next year. TM61 
one of the teams that'll be in it. Also, the Forgotten Sons, Steve coming Cutler, coming back this year. Coming back this year was on a hiatus last year. Yeah. Um, TM61 announced on NXT that they'll be back, and also the Forgotten Sons. Buddy, Steve Blake. What the other guy that was in Blake? Steve and Murphy? Cutler and Wesley. Steve Blake. Cutler. Wesley and Blake. Wesley Blake. Yeah, they're a tag team now. They'll be in it. Uh, but the biggest story is Johnny Gargano is no longer in NXT. We know this is a straight gimmick. Uh, however, uh, he lost to Andrade Cianamas to help with the help of uh, Tommaso Ciampa, furthering along that feud. What if he still is in NXT though? What do you mean? Well, like when Elias got lost his loser leaves town mask against Cassius Ono and he wore a mask. No, um, William Regal said he goes well. Johnny, you're going to have to, of course, fulfill all your dates and, and everything. So... Maybe that's just live events. Right. He said there's going to be live events and other things that you have to fulfill. So what if William Regal has one more match penciled in there that is for the title? Or what about if you, What happens if it's with Champa? And Champa doesn't expect it, and Gargano comes out, surprises everyone, and finally attacks Champa. Gets yeah, but his one Ciampa, up Ciampa, up we've, we haven't seen Champa wrestle. He's been injured. Not yet. He's not been yet. walking around with a crutch. But we, but this He's buys the gimmick. What if, yeah, what if Johnny Gargano does in fact wear a mask and defeats Andrade Cien Almas under a mask for the NXT Championship under the name L Gargano? <sighs> You just like type this stuff up in your room late nights. I mean, I that did actually get typed up in my room late night. Dude, you'd you'd be sick in one of those e feds. You ever do? I know. Right? I don't do e feds. I think those uh, are the dumbest things. No offense I, to anybody listening that does e fed, but those. I used to do it back in like middle school. You ever do it, Chris? Nah, never. No, nah, I used to do it back in middle school, and Brandon would definitely. Uh, I was run doing the it show. back in middle school. You ever do it, Chris? Well, that's exactly what I said. Yeah, yeah it was exactly that. what he said. But yeah, but, we'll see. Only time will tell what goes on in the NXT universe. Uh, we got a big pay per view coming up this week. To, yeah, the pay per view taking place at the T Mobile Arena in Paradise, Nevada. We have No Escape. Yeah, also that's right. Known the as first... the Elimination Chamber in the United States. Yeah, the first No Escape match is going to be. Actually, we'll start at the bottom of the card. It's going to be Woken Man Hardy Whoa. versus Bright Wyatt. Who do we got here, Jalen? Which, first of all, can we just talk about how like ridiculously unstacked they did for this? That un... like this card has got four matches. Well, maybe each Elimination Chamber match will be an hour long. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, who do we got? Matt Hardy versus Bray Wyatt. I got to go with Matt Hardy. Um, I'm going to go with Matt Hardy as well. Yeah, I'll go with Hardy too. House right. Hardy. Uh, you got Asuka taking on Nia Jax. How about it? Yeah, really? Yeah. Asuka. I- I'm going Asuka as well. Yeah, I, it's, no, uh, you gotta, you gotta. Yuji? And it stinks so much, I hate it. Because I want Nia Jax to be that person up there. But it's so difficult when you have someone like Asuka up there as well, you know? There, there is a possibility, um, not not as not for this match, but for the Elimination Chamber, like there's a possibility that they're doing what Chris said 
and they're giving that they're gonna give each match like a super lengthy time, because every yeah. other elimination chamber match comes under like thirty. I think the the most amount of time we've ever saw was um, thirty nine minutes. Was the first one, uh-huh. entrances and stuff like that. It's like, but uh, aside from any of those other ones, it's like thirty five minutes is like top tops uh, 30 minutes 25 minutes 19 minutes even so say that again what was that the extreme elimination chamber match the shortest one yeah no the shortest one was the the second one at SummerSlam 2003 triple h defeated goldberg chris jericho Shawn michaels randy orton and kevin nash wow the ecw um the ECW one, I don't even see listed here. December right. to Dismember, that was 24 minutes and 42 seconds. Thank you, statistician, our statistician, Brandon. Yeah, and uh, speaking of statisticians and statistics, Michael Cole, I believe on Monday, said that this match is going to be the most not most populated he's gonna it's the the largest elimination chamber match yes brandon we know and it's not the most populated one because it was a tag team elimination chamber match with 13 competitors with an asterisk of 14 because el torito was involved as well yes i know we saw the 17 tweets that you said about it It on probably just one tweet and i thought you don't go on twitter i thought you don't go on twitter I am not signed into Twitter, but I make sure I go to twitter.com slash out to see what kind of uh, BS is spewing out of your mouth today. It's no. So what are you, what are you guys going to pick for this women's title match that is in the Elimination Chamber? Well, I, was, I, was setting up, I was setting up for the, the men's match because the women are probably going to main event this. That's all right. We're already going with it. I'm going to go with Alexa Bliss I'm, is retaining. Yeah, I'm going with Alexa Bliss, Alexa Bliss as well. Yeah. We, we didn't disagree with anything yet, right? Twisted no. Bliss off the top of the... Uh... That's what I'm I... hoping for. Fingers are crossed for that. Yeah. No, I, I thought that you guys weren't supportive of Alexa Bliss walking out as champion. I oh, 100% I Alexa want Alexa Bliss to walk into WrestleMania as champion. Why would I okay. want anyone else to be there? Gotcha. And Love and her. are you saying for the for your main event that you want Braun Strowman... Like, you think Braun Strowman's going to win this back from Raw Talk or... What so what, for my prediction? Yeah, based yes. off of Raw Talk, you kind of alluded to you saying Braun Strowman. Yeah, for my for my prediction for Elimination Chamber, I'm gonna smart pick. If I actually cared about winning predictions, I pick Reigns. But for wanting to desire, plus I, I like to switch it off from everyone. I'm going Braun. Well, here's the thing. I was gonna say, I thought we were all three of us were gonna say Roman Reigns for sure. So I was gonna I'm say. You were saying who? I, or should I do the Brandon in the Women's World Rumble and be like, well, I think Roman Reigns well, is going to win. But well, if no, she I was going to say, gonna I was gonna say <laughs> since Roman Reigns is probably our pick, we should pick somebody who we don't think – somebody other than Roman Reigns. Well, I'm going Braun for I'm sure. I'm picking Reigns just because yeah. – Chris, I mean, Chris, Chris won. In my the, heart of hearts. Yeah, Chris won. Because I'm going to say a lot <laughs> – no, I'm going to go with Miz. I'm going with Miz. Okay. In my heart, Miz? of course, I want Braun Strowman to win, but... Yeah, because in my heart, I want Miz to win. But um, Chris is right. Chris, yeah. he, he, There's no way Chris is wrong. 
There's Man, no I've been waiting think... seven. I've been waiting seven years for Brandon to say that. You should just make. You should see if you can splice that and make that as your ringtone for when Brandon texts you or calls you. I'm already ahead of you on that. <laughs> I said Chris's rhyme, like a, a watermelon. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. I had some watermelon before. It was delicious. But I, we will. I know. Uh, That's why you're Ryan. <laughs> yep. We will see this Sunday live on the WWE Network that you can purchase for nine ninety nine a month. Uh, who's going to walk out and go into WrestleMania to face Brock Lesnar? And who Oscar's going to face? Oh yeah, Ronda Rousey's signing a Raw contract too. So forgot about that. They didn't tout that one enough, huh? <laughs> nope. They didn't put that on tout enough. Wait, tout's <laughs> not a thing anymore. Remember Tout? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just yeah. I actually looked at one of my Tout videos the other day. I, you can I shook a my video? Head. Yeah, back in the day of Tout, I was on Tout. It was so stupid. <laughs> I was on Tout under a mask. And ah. it, it was, yeah, it was Fat Tuesday, so I made a video for it. It was so stupid. God. Yeah. Please, yeah. please release that video on, on Twitter. I don't know if I can even find it again, but... All right. Well, anyway, let's get to Shameless Plugs. Shameless Plugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shameless Plugs. Uh. I throw a Dilly Dilly in there, too. Oh, yeah, no, you just dilly, ruined the dilly. show. Don't say Dilly Dilly. That's the dumbest thing. Dilly Dilly. It's Ooh. official now. Shameless Plugs is now that, that Dilly Dilly time. That might not have sounded like I was booing. My mouth got stuck. It might have sounded like I was mooing. I just wanted to play <laughs> Okay, so that was a booing, not a mooing. Yeah, it was boo, not moo. Oh, oh. All right. Well, everyone should definitely go check out J.P. Parnell, uh, the war horse. He slit his his mouth open a few weeks ago during his wrestling match, and he got that all fixed up, all sewn up, and now he's getting back into the ring. Um, he is already back in action. Everyone should go check him out. Go give him a follow, J.P. Warhorse, uh, Warhorse. He's a member of the Viking War Party, and you should go check out all – go buy all of his T-shirts over at FullyGimmicked.com. It's definitely um, such a nasty cut that yeah, oh, I'm I saw happy, it. happy it's all uh, it's healing. Yeah, it's so graphic, and I'm like – I'm so happy that it wasn't worse. And I'm worth uh, – oh, my – I'm so happy that it wasn't worse, and that I'm also happy to see that he's back in the ring and everything doing what he loves, you know? Um, you can see him this actually. You can see him this weekend wrestling for JPW in New Jersey. He's going to be taking on Papa Don, Mike Orlando, and TJ Marconi, and all all of those competitors are people that we've been. Speaking oh, that's about what my that's what my rant of the week's going to be about. Okay, continue. Sorry. There you go. Um, yeah, so those four guys are definitely people to watch. I mean, Mike, Mike Orlando, TJ Marconi, Papa Don, Jake Parnell. We've spoken about them many times. Uh, Shiny Wizards at Wizards Podcast. They are a great podcast. You should go check them out. Rantomradio.com, ShiningWizards.com. Uh, and on Twitter, go give them a follow. And go give them a listen. Go support them. Buy their t-shirts, too. Uh, Team Awesome, Lorenzo. He just posted a new Team Awesome Live. This is Season 3, Episode 3. He's going to discuss the Elimination Chamber, Fastlane, New Japan Pro Wrestling, WrestleMania, and so much more. Make sure you follow the link on Twitter to his Facebook page or just go check out his Facebook page. It's Team Awesome 418 on Twitter and on Facebook. Also, go check out Montreal Broski at MTL Late Night, uh, twitch.tv slash MTL Broski. He has a bunch of t shirts that you can buy too. Tpublic.com. Uh, Brandon's a huge fan of it too, right, Brandon? 
Oh, Twitch. Yeah. Yes, I watch, I watch Late Night with Broski, yes. See? Yeah, he's a big fan of Twitch. Um, also, make sure that you go check out USA Hockey, uh, Women's Hockey, at USA Hockey Women's. Um, they just had this amazing performance last night where the it was uh, USA taking on Canada. It went into overtime, ended up having to go into a shootout, and USA coming out on top. And this is the first time in, I believe, four years that the Canadians have lost. And it is kind of crazy, but I think... The first time in four years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but That's how many years it's in between in the Olympics. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, but the, out of the times that they have faced each other, I think Canada has won... 17 of the times or no there was something about the hockey sticks in their hands so why aren't you why aren't you like giving dave anything for like oh we saw your tweets on twitter with what with all your hockey tweets your hockey i tried to give give some wrestling uh related because dave did a nice correlation between professional wrestling and hockey you know i'm looking at the tweets Uh, right now i was talking about pro wrestling I'm I'm always I've I've cut that ties with everything. We're a podcast, yeah. We're pro wrestling, but anything to get a, a retweet or a follow. Anything yeah, like for a retweet Reigns, and follow, honey. Like like the Roman Reigns, like Maddie Rooney is unbelievable, and Roman Reigns doing like the ski bat face, like that's spectacular. Yeah. I mean, Maddie Rooney, like unbelievable. She's the goalie for Team USA, and just did it a fantastic the job. Man, fucking his ear when he says. Me every time Canada has a puck near the net, like the awkward thing, perfect. Yeah, thank you, thank you. My my tweets are perfect too, but not everybody can be. And not everybody can uh, be Dave, you know. Not, but... I mean, not everybody can be Brandon as well. So. <laughs> but yeah, that's all I got to say about that. Hey, Chris, how about a <laughs> match of the week? Well, uh, week break. A week <laughs> and a rant. Match of the week. Chris's match of the week. Chris's match of the week. Combination of both this week. Chris's match and rant of the week. Uh, we'll start off with the good match of the week is from the most recent MLW show, Road to the Championship. Sammy Callahan versus Darby Allen. Uh, really hard-hitting, hardcore match. Go check that out. I believe it's on their YouTube page. The entire show. And there's some really cool matches in there. You had Jimmy Havoc versus MJF. Uh, Brody King was in action. Dave's been talking him up, which he's pretty cool, and he's making a name for himself, which is awesome. Um, yeah, so go check that out. Sammy Callahan versus Darby Allen. Um, professional wrestling is fake. If something happens in a match and a professional wrestler posts it on their YouTube page, it's probably a work, and it's probably building up to something else that's going to go on on their YouTube page. Do not send death threats to the professional wrestler that is involved and maybe doing the ill will towards the professional wrestler that you like, do not send negativity towards people who are retweeting these said things. It's which right. We live in a very negative world as we begin just, with. We were just tagged in it. And we were just tagged in something. And we, we did retweet it, but yeah, but still, but anyway, things are, Professional wrestling is not real. Toy shows are set up to make things look real, but they're not real. 
So if you're going to spew out negativity, go ahead and unfollow us. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Anything oh, but like, like you know, 11, people, 11 people. We still need 300 more to 10,000. So anyway, yeah, that's my rant of the week. Stop being a mark. Brandon, who are you shouting out? Hello there, this is Randy Newman. And I'm telling you that you've got some shout-outs from Brandon. Life with Mikey is getting the first shout-out. I watched it the other night. Uh, it's a Michael J. Fox film. You guys have both seen it? Yes? No? Nope. No. Jerry Lawler and Jeff Jarrett make small cameos in it. Uh, definitely check it out. It's a good movie. What does it is it covering his real life or? <laughs> no, it's a, it's a film. Michael J. Fox plays a uh, an agent, and he works with Nathan Lane, and the business is struggling, and then they find this little girl who uh, who becomes the face of a cookie. Interesting. Yeah, so it's good. It's cool. I'll make uh, sure I don't watch it. I, I mean, it's it's you like Michael J. Fox? Hell um, yeah. Or just like breaking my chops? I like breaking your chops too much. Bob Ross getting the second shout out. Hell yeah! I'm looking at his Funko Pop right now. Uh, I think he was an awesome painter. I think uh, it's like crazy how big Bob Ross got again. Are you watching Bob Ross on Netflix the other night? On Twitch. He, he he streams on freaking Twitch, and people people comment on it as if it's like live and actually happening right then and there. It's really funny. And then they realize it's in four three instead of sixteen nine. No, people like... people realize that it's not actually live, but they're like, "Oh my god, Bob, you have to paint a mountain now." And then he like goes ahead and paints a mountain. <laughs> I'm like, "Oh my god, you're reading my mind." Yeah, no, yeah. People comment. It's really funny. So you could watch that Twitch.tv/slash Bob Ross. But it's like crazy. You can't buy a Bob Ross painting. I don't know where yeah, do they all they're go. They're in like the the MoMA. Now, apparently, Bob Ross used to give them to the PBS stations. So and then okay. PBS would auction Sick. them off. So like there are Bob Ross paintings out there, but like I think if you get like an actual authentic one, it's like ten thousand minimum or something. All right, sick. They'll probably crazy. go for cheaper since you know public uh, PBS is probably going to be null and void soon because our president's real smart. Um, PBS is not going away. <laughs> All right. Anti shout out, right? That's usually what number three is. Last shout out is a shout out, shout out going to the new Goldust t shirt as well as the new Elias t shirt that uh, being featured on WWE Shop. Um, all right. The sweatshirt that they're selling for Goldust sucks. I don't know if I discuss this on the show at all or not, but no, not at all. I, I only say it sucks because it says twenty three karat gold instead of what Goldust normally says is twenty four karat gold. But I understand that twenty three is the number of years that he's been in WWE or since his debut in WWE. So I get that, but like still, not just wait till next year to release that type yeah, of a shirt. Yeah. But, and then Elias, it's just like the other Elias t-shirt, like a band concert tour t-shirt. Yeah, I saw it. It's pretty cool. Just uh, it, instead of actually having dates, they're just cities that he'll be at. So, yeah. Did you purchase either of them, Brandon? I did not because there hasn't been a sale where, they're, where they've been purchasable during the sale. Okay. Because I don't want to pay twenty seven ninety nine. Yeah, no, who's paying twenty? I don't know anyone. Why anyone should pay twenty seven ninety nine? Nobody should. I'm in. I'm in that boat. I'm not paying that much. I paid seven fifty for two shirts this week. 
For where are you getting seven dollar and fifty cent shirts? You like you paid Walmart, brother. Oh, but like what's hell the, yeah? Is it a plain white tee or something? Or no, it uh, it was a pink shirt and it has Krusty the Clown on it and it has the Krusty the Clown logo. No impression there, Dave. Nah, that's good. Um, and then I have uh, another. I got another one. It's like a baby blue shirt and it has all the four Golden Girls on it and it says Squad. Yeah, see, I would never wear a shirt like that, but well, I can't. I can't just I, shop. I just would not. I don't. I feel weird wearing that. But Chris, Coles. I don't. Coles? I don't fit into uh, these shirts. Uh, they have pretty cool uh, graphic tees and stuff to get there too for like five to ten dollars. Doesn't Target also? Yeah. Target is great. The the yeah. the graphic tees for for my size stores are like fifty dollars a shirt. That's why I get them custom made. Right, exactly. I'll pay $20 a shirt then instead of $50 a shirt. All right, cool. So let's get to yeah, that. Any more shout outs? No. But cool. it's time for our Mark out moment of the week. Dave, I know you've been like nonstop talking about yours. Yeah, I totally, I mark out for the Olympics in general. I totally marked out for this entire hockey game last night. I've been marking out for figure skating, for bobsled, everything. I am always on, yeah, I'm like curling. I'm always on my feet just marking out for all of this, all the action and the the athletes are just awesome. But did you guys see this one woman? I think she was part, uh, skating from Hungary um, in the down uh, – one of the downhill skiing, and she qualified just by not falling down. Why, it's, everyone else fell? Well, no, but to I guess to qualify for the Olympics, she just paid her way to go to enough qualifiers and did not fall at all that she just – by showing up, she qualified, that makes and no then sense. she, yeah, then she ended up being on Team Hungary because they didn't have enough competitors, and so she, her um, her run through everything was just her going up and down the half pipe pretty much without falling. It was I'm pretty. Did she win a medal? No, no, she came in last place, I believe. But she did make her way to the uh, the Olympics, so so I could as, I could that. potentially make it into the Olympics by just doing nothing. Yeah, you gotta look at these loopholes. Hmm. Look at the loopholes. What's the sport but... I would succeed in that I would have to do nothing? Ooh, uh, ooh. Let's see. He could do curling, and he could be the one that releases the uh, boulder. Thing? Uh, I too, honestly too much don't activity, know. Yeah, much I don't, oh yeah, I don't think I'd be like I. I I'm a decent enough shuffleboard player, but Bob I slide. don't know how I'd be on. Do anything, just lay down. Yeah, but you got to like balance and everything. I'm all human luge. But my balance, there's a human luge. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, maybe maybe skeleton. What's that? Yeah. I don't know what that means. Act like one or. Yeah, it's pretty much human human luge. Oh, maybe figure skating. I already said I'm not getting on skates. 
Yeah, but that's think about literally it. that's something you have that's you have to do is get on skates. I mean, think about Chris Farley when he did it, and think about you when you when do it. When did Chris Farley do it? SNL. Yeah, I, I, I think it could work. I'm not like anywhere close to being a figure skater. No, I didn't want to be a tap dancer though. Dave wants to be the tap dancer. I wouldn't mind that. I do. I, I think I could like click shoes together. Well, Absolutely. there you go. Well, Brandon wants to be Dorothy, and that is marking out <laughs> three hundred sixty. Dorothy. Who is that? Three, uh, Wizard of Oz. Oh. Yeah, mm. but three sixty-eight in the yeah, book. Yeah, so Doris my markout talk- moment of the week was hearing. Oh, you actually have one. Was hearing with my baby tonight on Monday Night Raw. Mine was hearing Fergie sing the oh national anthem. My- that's our show folks we we know that was sarcasm from you but oh my god i took that, a risk what that what was kind of risk was that it was she was flat for most of the performance yeah that was I interesting that. hey you know that what my was... markout moment of the week is Ooh, that person falling down what is it baseball starts tomorrow Spring training games. Everybody is darting. Is every major league team is donning a Parkland baseball hat? That's cool. Awesome. Baseball Actually, is the every, classiest sport we have left in America. Every team is opening tomorrow. Every spring training. Yeah. Yeah. Cubs are facing uh, the Brewers split squad. Oh, what was my question before, Dave? What sport? Oh, what does all be- in mean? Oh. Oh, oh yeah, because CM Punk's between the Cubs every year have like a different like phrase or catchphrase or something like that. So they stole from the from the elite. No, the, the Cubs are bigger than the elite. All right, what come on. What are you on. talking about? Who has been touting all in for months? Not the Cubs. Um, it was the Young Bucks players. and Cody Rhodes. Uh poker players. Yeah, that's a little poker different. Players are. Yeah, Bam roasted on that. Um, to you, but yeah, no, that, that their their thing for this year is everybody all in. You know, it's two years ago, it, a couple of years ago, it was try not to suck. That was literally their their thing. Literally said, try not to suck. They had shirt. I own a shirt that says try not to suck. Well, like an actual Cub shirt that like wasn't like a like fan made well, type of thing. Joe Madden, who is just the man in general. Um, Worked with this company called Cork Baseball Products, and they work with his foundation. And they released all these shirts because what happened was when Javier Baez came up to the major leagues, Joe Madden had a conversation with his office. He goes, "Oh yeah, Javier, he's like, try not to suck." So the next year, they came to spring training with these shirts that say "Try not to suck" and it had Joe Madden's glasses on it. So then they this this uh, t-shirt company called Corked. They release these shirts that say "Try not to suck." Is that, is that like the seven line or whatever? It's it's not like the seven line because they do shirts for other barbershop thing. window. Then we should say maybe like a barbershop window, but the shirts are really nice. Um, yeah. So and then like last year was embrace the hangover, which they did way too much, and now this year is going to be everybody all in. So, well, just to show you how important copyright is. Yeah, there you go. All right. Yeah, who's gonna win that? And are are they both gonna show? Up? I mean, are is everyone gonna end up being all in in Chicago too? 
But do you think maybe, CM Punk? I, I mean, maybe it's at Wrigley. I think CM Punk is trolling. No, yeah. maybe. I'm, no, no, but I'm saying like maybe their event is at Wrigley Field or something, and that that's why they're all in. I don't think that Wrigley Field that the Cubs would associate with pro wrestling in that sort of fashion. I'm sorry. Hey, a lot of Chicago is a huge town that like takes pride in things that happen in Chicago. But also a lot of uh, professional. A lot of um, we saw it this week on Monday night. A lot of baseball players are professional wrestling fans. You saw Hunter Pence. How many teams were backstage, right? Well, and then you saw Hawkins and uh, Gallows and Anderson at the spring training facility. Um, you saw Braun Strowman do a promo with the Milwaukee Brewers, which I thought was awesome. You guys could get these hands. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm liking get these hands more and more. I can't. Oh, I, I can't get it. behind it. I'm going to tell my wife, hey, guess what? You're going to get these hands. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> episode 368. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Please go give us – that was the chair. Please go uh, give us a like on Facebook <laughs> at Mark and Ad. Go check us out on Twitter. Go buy a T-shirt, Pro Wrestling Talk, uh, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Mark and Out. Go check us out on Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes, MarkandOut.com. Also go check out Cooking with Brandon, YouTube.com slash Mark and Out 11. Shoot us an email, MarkandOut1 at gmail.com. We are always open to your musical interludes as long as you just don't suck. And – yeah, try not we, to suck. There we go. Woo! Yeah, try not to suck. But that is it. And we wish you the... Best of in your future endeavors. Good looks on the chocolate cake. Get these hands.